It is a great day for talk radio. Coming up in 20 minutes, Kevin Donovan's going to join us from the Star Investigative Reporter on the uh, Honey and Barry Sherman file. There's a recent development there that we thought we'd share with you. We'll get to that right now with Peggy Nash and Catherine Swift. And it's just our roundtable on Wednesdays where we discuss various and sundry, usually having a business component to it. And uh, since Catherine Swift, you, the former head of the Canadian Federation of Independent Business and Working Canadians now, uh, this story Brian Lilly had in the Sun this morning I thought was rather intriguing. He says there's a government report, federal government, one originating from the Prime Minister's own department calling for government grants to be used to incentivize small businesses to hire immigrants. A policy paper called Feminist Government calls for small and medium-sized businesses to partner with government to help immigrants to get a job using what they call a social impact bond. So you're incentivized to do it, and you'd get some kind of subsidy for uh, doing that and helping these new arrivals up the ladder. Uh, which, you know, I guess on the surface sounds okay, but uh, is this where we need to prioritize this kind of government subsidy? No, I, I can't. I, I saw the article, and I can't believe, like, I can't believe even that government would be stupid enough to oppose it, because it just it, it just screams dysfunction, is what it screams. I mean, I would think, if you're going to invest some taxpayer dollars, put it into training for people, it, it, for training for immigrants in terms of maybe language skills, you know, whatever, skill sets that are useful on the job. This sounded like, first of all, a sinkhole for money, uh, trying to subsidize uh, small firms who, it, let's face it, they typically do not have the resources to, you know, it, it sounded like a super bureaucracy. The, bureaucra- the bureaucrats were going to be dictating, you know, hire so-and-so, and right. then we're going to measure it later. It just sounded like a total nightmare from my from my perspective for a small or medium-sized company. So I, I think you can do sensible things things to help immigrants be more job ready and whatnot. Uh, but this, this, from everything I've read about this, this is not the way to do it at all. It would, it, it would be doomed to failure and waste a whole pile of cash in the process. All right. Well, they'd work in conjunction with job agencies, placement agencies, and that kind of thing. Peggy Nash, any merit to this idea or is it pure folly? Well, I mean, they do this now with the summer jobs program for youth, right? right. Where they, um, if you subscribe to certain tenets of the liberal platform, <laughs> Yes, there is, a, but there is an incentive for employers to hire young people. Probably the thinking behind this is the sense that um, a lot of employers are looking for so-called, quote-unquote, Canadian experience. And if you're new to the country, let's say you've, you've been accepted as a landed immigrant or a refugee, you need to get that first toehold in the workplace. So probably they're thinking, like the summer jobs program, it's a way of, of getting that first step towards Canadian experience. Is it, uh, well, it's not something that it sounds like they've adopted. Reading the article, it sounds like somebody's written a policy paper that the government has put online. And I know that the liberals are famous for saying, well, we're talking about that. We're thinking about that. We're having a discussion. So whether they're actually going to do something like this, I don't know. But, But they're thinking along those lines. And it's coming uh, on the directive, I guess, of the prime minister's office. They went and told somebody to uh, cobble together a concept. Somebody put this paper together. I I think the problem they're trying to address is a a problem that exists for a lot of newcomers. Getting that first job and that so-called Canadian experience can be a barrier. But that exists for a lot of people, doesn't it? Students as well. That's what I'm Uh, saying. There is a student program to help students get that first job. It's the summer jobs program. So I don't know the details of what they're proposing in terms of 
how much incentive, how long it's going to last. Do you think it just might be pandering for the immigrant vote? Well, gee, I don't know that this government would ever do that, do you? <laughs> well, all right. The more cynical amongst us might see it in that light. The other thing is, if, I mean, uh, people have certain skills, uh, my understanding is there's a real call for that in this country, and those jobs are going to present themselves, aren't they, Catherine? Well, yes. I, I think they are, again, working with small businesses for decades, as I did. Um, they're always on the lookout for good, good, potentially good employees, and, and uh, yes, there are undoubtedly barriers, I would say for a lot of immigrants that have nothing to do with, you know, even Canadian experience. It could be language-related, it could whatever. But um, I would think money would be much better spent helping people train up to certain levels of, you know, competences and, and that way become more employable. And I, I, I can also see, if, should this come to pass, and reading that I thought, boy, this is really dumb. I, I don't believe anybody could really go for it, but, you know, never say never with government. Um, but I, I could see the person maybe getting hired because there was a sufficient incentive to do it, crashing and failing miserably, which of course doesn't benefit anybody, the business or the employee, and, and it leaving a really bad taste in somebody's mouth too. I've seen these kind of programs that unfortunately fail and actually do more harm than good. So to me, I think there's a lot better way to spend tax dollars than this concept. Let me ask you, speaking of failure, and we've only got a moment or two remaining, but uh, Doug Ford announcing earlier today, or his education minister, Lisa Thompson, saying, we're going back to basics, the fundamentals, the uh, EQAO scores, the test scores now show five years of decline for grade six. And uh, there's even uh, the failing grade, they're under 50% are passing the uh, grade six EQAO uh, test. Uh, So they say this Discovery mass stuff has been an experiment from the liberal government that has not worked, not borne out by the results anyway. So they want to go back to basics. Uh, Some of that involves rote learning, the fundamentals, learning your multiplication tables and all the rest of that kind of stuff. So it's back to the future. Peggy Nash, do you think that's a smart approach to to things as far as education goes? Well, you're talking to someone who personally and whose kids have been out of school for quite a while, but I... Personally, I valued the uh, ability to do the numbers off the top of my head. My dad always insisted that we learn that. I did a lot of it at home in terms of understanding the numbers. And he said, if you can do that in your head, you're probably much better off. And I did learn those, you know, the times tables. And and, and I learned the logic of does this make sense? Um, the discovery math, I think, is probably trying to get people to see real-world problems. In other words, if you are bamboozled by a page of numbers, yes, someone should help you figure out the numbers, but getting kids to think about the problem, what is it you're trying to solve? I don't know that one excludes the other. I mean, I'm not a teacher. I don't know that. But uh, I was also uh, just reading that uh, there are some challenges for some of the teaching staff that some of our teachers sure. themselves were really struggling with math, and right. that. Um, but I, the government's going to prioritize teaching the teachers. That's what I they think say. that's a really so good thing to do. Yeah, I think that's so a really good thing top to down. Do. Catherine, quickly, you think there's some merit to going back to the basics? Yeah, I, I, I definitely do. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, you know, I, I think I, I've seen it well explained that if you have the basic, and yes, some of it is rote, unfortunately, but if you can internalize that, if you can accomplish that, then it actually frees you up as a learner uh, to be able to get into the more conceptual stuff, problem solving and so on. That's the way I grew up. And again, yes, I don't have my children. They're much, too, much older than the school system, although the grandchildren in a few years will be there. But, uh, 
But yeah, I, I think, I, again, I, I agree with Peggy. It's not either or, but I do think not having that base. You know, I know it's a horrible cliche, but so many times you're in, you're in a store and the poor 18-year-old behind the cash cannot literally take a dollar from, you know, 350 or something. And I think, holy moly, this is, this is pretty bad stuff. That well, doesn't prepare you for life. I'm sorry, it does not. But somebody who's represented on small business, you think about all these tutorial places like Kumon, Mathnasium. Well, they're growing like like stink for a reason, aren't they? Yes. And yet we're paying a lot for our school system (laughs) and not getting value. And I mean, yes, I'm sure the Kumon people are very happy. Well, that's just that's that's a default, though. That's that's because the system has failed. That's right. Born out of necessity, though. Somebody saw uh, an opportunity there because we were failing with the public system. I mean, I'm a big believer in, in our public education system. I think it's one of the strengths we have as a society and if there are things that aren't working as well as they could be I mean I'm not saying teachers aren't doing a good job I think teachers work hard but uh, if there's things that we can improve on I think we should be always looking at our curriculum all right we'll leave on that note I appreciate you both coming in this Wednesday afternoon Peggy Nash visiting Prophet Ryerson University former Canadian labor official and former NDP MP for Parkdale High Park Catherine Swift is the current spokesperson for working Canadians work for me Thank you both. (laughs) Thanks, John.